0: Welcome to the Macaw Podcast Universe. It's the podcast that exists to prove people wrong, except in the case of this movie, when they say that sequels are never better than the originals. My name is Micah Macaw.
1: My name is Jordan Macaw.
0: We are married. We love movies. We love talking about movies. And you know Even what? Even the bad ones. We love talking about the bad ones. Because as they say, you can't enjoy a rainy day without a couple of sunny ones. Or you can't enjoy <laughs> a sunny one without a couple of rainy ones. Yeah. And uh, also it could be true that way too. We like other movies besides franchises, okay? yeah, not that anyone's accusing us of that, but maybe there's someone out there that listens to this podcast that we don't know personally, and they go they go, hmm, they just only talk about franchises. we at this point, I feel like we only watch franchises when we're covering it because there's always that question oh, yeah. of like if I want to watch a series, I go, ah, but we might cover it soon."
1: Like a non-franchise movie we recently watched, *The Quiet Family*, very uh, good, which stars Kang Ho Song and uh, Choi Min Sik. Min Sik Choi. It is the other way though. Yeah. But, um, and uh, it's an ensemble cast movie. Hilarious black comedy.
0: Very Coen Brothers esque. Yep. Probably still on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Really good, um, but. This is all us just trying to not talk about dead men tell no tales. Mm -hmm. This is a movie that when it came out, it was a massive thud at the box office. I remember when the trailer came out for this movie, people thought, no, fans of the series don't like it. Nobody really likes this movie as far as I can tell. And we watched it. Big spoiler alert didn't like it yeah it's easily the worst one which is kind of saying something because on stranger tides is very bad
1: i kind of think they're both equally bad and i'll explain
0: yeah maybe this I can one do has that now if you want yeah go ahead go ahead
1: the <coughs> <laughs> um on stranger tides was pretty bad just the whole time yeah there wasn't really there was barely any fun parts and it mm-hmm. lacked heart this movie the beginning first little bit it was like oh this is interesting they're having fun i'm kind of liking this and then it went way downhill so i think it's it's was it 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 becomes equally as bad as the other one because almost like it was doing so well and then it fell from grace so hard and became terrible yeah i mean very quickly it did but
0: it's almost like On Stranger Tides is just hanging out at a 5 the whole movie. Yes. And this movie starts at a 7. Yeah. And it's hanging there for a little bit, and then it goes down to a 4 or a 3, so it averages to a 5 by yeah, the time you get
1: there. Yeah, that's how I viewed
0: it. I would agree with that, actually. I think it's just as bad. It's mm-hmm. hard to... Because sometimes, you know, at the, at the end of our series, we rank the movies and what we think of them, and it's hard to think which movie I would rather re-watch yeah. of those two. Because yeah. that's kind of sometimes... When I don't like several movies in a franchise, that's how I kind of narrow it down. Mm-hmm. That's how I had to do it with Terminator. Mm-hmm. I was like, which one would I rather rewatch? Yeah. And um, so, I don't know. Maybe by the end of the episode, I'll be able to figure it out. Yeah. But let's jump into the production here. This movie is directed by, jo- I'm not going to pronounce this right, but these are Norwegian filmmakers, um, but Joyakim Roning. Um, and Espen Sandberg. And they directed um, Bandidas, Contiki, and some episodes of Marco Polo. So it kind of makes sense why they were involved in this. Mm-hmm. And then Joya Kim went on to direct Maleficent 2. Ah, okay. She's back and better than ever. And then the story is by Jeff Nathanson. So this whole series has been the same two guys, Terry Rossio and i am totally blanking on the other guy's name. Yep. But this is the first movie that has story by Jeff Nath- Nathanson, Speed 2, The Terminal, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Tower Heist, The Lion King.
1: Jeez, what a bad. Okay, keep yeah, going. Yeah, are we
0: are we seeing a pattern here? Um and then Terry, Terry Rocío did the story as well. Okay. But the screenplay is by Jeff Nathanson. Okay. So for me that unlocks a lot of the issues in the movie. Uh-huh. Um because, I mean, this guy, this guy wrote the script for the worst Steven well, the second to the worst Steven Spielberg movie, The Terminal. So he's maybe not the best. And he did the new Lion King. Yeah. It's, I mean, Speed 2 Cruise Control. I mean, uh, Tower Heist. All, Who y-
1: wants to watch Speed 2 Cruise Control? <laughs> it, it has cruise control? Doesn't sound very exciting. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so I wanted to speak to that a little bit. I think this movie and the movie preceding it are very good examples of, say you watch a Wes Anderson movie or a Christopher Nolan movie or Quentin Tarantino. Those people typically write their own movies. Mm -hmm. So, um, but maybe someone would look at other filmmakers and go, well, when they don't write them, how does it show how, how, what does the director do that makes it unique when they didn't, tell the story
1: when it's like originally not their vision
0: yeah yeah and and they're adapting and i think that this series would be a perfect thing that i would say to that person as i'd say watch the three pirates of the caribbean movies and see that terry rosio is involved in all five of them and then the other guy is in is, is involved in four of them so mm-hmm. the story guys are there mm-hmm. um but gore Verbinski, Once you watched the last two movies, you see how much there was probably weird, crazy stuff that he was able to uh, show you in such a way that was a lot more interesting than the weird, crazy stuff in four and five. Mm -hmm. And I think this is just a perfect example of how much a director is so important, even when a script is good. Yep. Because... the gore movies just knock it out of
1: the park it's the director's job to tell the story
0: yeah and and in this like even even story-wise you tell me okay there's a crew um that is like spanish people that died and came back to life and they're kind of invisible and stuff like that and they're chasing jack sparrow that to me in the hands of gore verbinski i think it would work they're trying to find the trident and there's going to be a, a sequence where the seas split like the Red Sea in Exodus, and they're fighting on on ground. Mm-hmm. If, Gore, if it's in Gore's hands, I go, that's going to be pretty cool. Yep. But with these guys, and I'm not necessarily knocking them. I think this is their first like huge movie. It's hard to jump into something like this. You can see how, okay, I don't know that they had the sprawling vision to take on something like this in a way. That would have been fascinating.
1: I will say, though, that this movie looks way better than the last one, than on Stranger Tides. Oh, yeah. Um, even the special effects I thought looked really good, for the most part. There yeah, some they parts, fall whatever. apart at
0: the end. Yeah, but it's I-
1: almost as if they just ran out of time. <laughs> but, right. Um, like, I was really dreading Javier's uh, makeup, costume, effects, all of it, and I actually thought it was really, really well done. And the and the whole crew too. It was very interesting, and I've never seen anything like it.
0: Yeah, it, I still haven't been able to land on it because I, I, I think they did. Yeah, I think that they did look cool, but um, I don't know. It's just hard to top a crustacean shellfish crew.
1: Oh yeah, I think that originally they shouldn't. They need to stop doing ghost stuff because yeah. that was the first movie uh-huh. where they. I mean they were basically ghosts mm-hmm. so it's not as interesting as the first movie because i've already seen it yeah the story's like pretty interesting but at the same time i know that you could have come up with something different at totally. at all of whatever that would be and like the the flying dutchman crew like they're all basically dead too <laughs> so yeah. yeah so it wasn't very new no visually it was only new right
0: so um getting back into this stuff though, uh the music, this is the first time that Hans Zimmer has nothing to do with the music. Okay. Because he did work with the first composer. Yep. Um the music is by Jeff uh Zanelli. And he has done Disturbia, Gamer, the critically and everyone reviled Mordecai, starring Johnny Depp, kay. um, and Christopher Robin, okay. The okay. movie with Evan. Um score wise was not into the score. I don't know that that's his fault. Yeah, you know, it felt like
1: a young adult thing.
0: You're you're four movies in.
1: Like the like the music felt very obvious. Like yes. if that makes sense. And I've I've mostly noticed that in like young adult stuff. Right.
0: Well, it, and it, it, there's also something with franchises, which we see all the time. Obviously, you're here at the MPU, where I think a composer is kind of trapped at a certain point. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's why when. A new Star Wars movie comes out, you know, it's going to be pretty much the same score. Mm -hmm. Although having said that, I do think that um, John Williams actually did write some songs that really set it apart from the other movies. But that's part of the reason why I love The Mandalorian so much, is it was the first time ever that a score for Star Wars was able to just be like something actually sounding different. Yeah. Not resembling the others. So uh, anyway... Cinematography is by Paul Cameron, who did Gone in Sixty Seconds, Swordfish, that weird movie with um what is his name? Well, it's got Hugh Jackman and it's about hacking the internet and Halle Berry.
1: Oh, Don Travolta.
0: Yeah. Very bad movie. Very ugly movie, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um he did Man on Fire, Collateral, and he also did Man on a Ledge. So okay. kind of a weird I don't know that I'm too big a fan of his style.
1: I would say definitely no for me. <laughs> uh
0: the movie comes out May 26, 2017. I can't believe it's 3 years old. I thought it came out last year for some reason. Oh really? Yeah. And uh the on Wikipedia it said the budget was 230 million to 320 million. But then on Box Office Mojo it said the budget was 230 million. So it's probably Kay. 230. Okay uh the movie domestically makes 172 million dollars yikes americans said no thanks we're over it it still manages to make 794.8 million total though okay but judging by the other movies i mean that's that's a 200 million dollar drop from the previous movie mm-hmm. not great um in some parts of the world it's known as parts of the caribbean salazar's revenge okay um <laughs> after Stranger Tides release they plan on shooting 5 and 6 simultaneously.
1: You know what doesn't make sense to me in the movie? Yes. <laughs> is in the beginning when uh Salazar leaves <laughs> what's his name? uh henry turner a lot the last man alive on the ship because that's what he does is he leaves one last person alive so that they can like tell the tale
0: because as we know dead men tell no tales
1: yeah he's talking about jack and like tell jack tell jack i said this i can't because dead men tell no tales you told him i don't that made no sense that that (laughs) was clearly just we got to put the title of the movie in here and not only that we got to put like the big tagline of the ride yep it, was, it, it made no sense, like most of this movie. There
0: was no explanation f- that was satisfactory for that. And no. excuse us if we're coughing, Jordan made a wonderful... I made Kung
1: Pao tofu and put a lot of red pepper in it.
0: Yeah, and it filled up our apartment, and it's filling up our lungs now. Yeah. But it was really good. Um, okay, so yes, they plan on shooting this movie and a sixth movie simultaneously, originally. and Because remember, the previous movie came out in 2011, and Marshall decided Rob Marshall to direct Into the Woods instead of directing Five and Six. Then they go up to Gore Verbinski again, and they go, hey, do you want to do it? And he says, quote, there's no reason other than financial for Mm -hmm. me to make this movie. So he says no. Um, Rocio's script draft was ultimately rejected, and the writer stated that a major reason was its use of a female villain, which made actor Johnny Depp, quote, worried that would be redundant that it would be too redundant to dark shadows which also featured a female villain
1: did that come out in 2017 that came out
0: that came out in 2012
1: oh yeah that makes so much sense
0: well they they were trying to work on it at that time okay but also also what is he talking about yeah that's weird he's worried that he's like
1: everyone watches my movies conceptually and also and they're all connected
0: that that is such a weird, sexist thing to say. Yeah. I think that he's he's worried that if there's two movies um, that have a female villain, people will be like, ooh, that's too many female villains. What are you talking about? It's mostly male villains. What's... So...
1: I, have no, I don't know. I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: weird. Um, and the studio was worried about Depp because um, his bankability. Because Lone Ranger, uh, the other Gore Verbinski movie... Did not do well, and so
1: and that came out like before this one, like right before. Yeah. Okay.
0: And um, I think a few years after, but anyways, the script was not finished at this time. They're worried about Johnny Depp's bankability, and the costs are just rising on this movie. This is still we're mm-hmm. in like 2012, 13 range, and so then finally they're like, okay, we got things figured out. It's headed for a July 2017 release, and Christoph Waltz is signed on to be the villain of this movie.
1: Interesting
0: ready to go with Kristoff. And then for some reason, he just is out. Doesn't, I, I don't know why. One of the few things
1: he wasn't in around that time. <laughs> I
0: know. And then this is cute. This is a cute thing about the movie. Javier Bardem, who is married to Penelope Cruz, yes. hung out on the set of On Stranger Tides. When he was on the set of On Stranger Tides, he thought, you guys are having a lot of fun. This is cool. And so he said... Why don't you guys have me in it? I want to do this because it seems really to fun. be able
1: to be that famous to do that and still get paid a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, he makes sense to me, though, to cast <laughs> him in this franchise.
0: Yes, he does. Not super crazy about his performance, but it's still Javier Bardem. So he's more interesting than most people. My
1: expectations were more in the negative coming into this movie. So I thought he did pretty good.
0: Yeah. Um, Keith Richards expressed interest in reprising his role as Captain Edward Teague, but was unavailable, leading Depp to invite Paul McCartney into appearing as Jack Sparrow's uncle.
1: Oh, it's supposed to be his uncle. Does he say that?
0: He does say that.
1: I hated that so much. Let's that was save it. So I want to. I want to
0: dive into that. That was woof bad. Um, and then there were scheduling conflict conflicts for those two. Our two favorite pirates. The mm-hmm. bald guy and the guy with the eye, um,
1: but they were trying to get. Them but in they
0: it. they wanted to be in it. They
1: probably would have been Barbosa. Those two guys who were with Barbosa,
0: they would have. I think. Yeah. yeah,
1: which is cool that they got those actors. Yeah, because that was fun.
0: But they they it sounded like they were kind of like, oh, we you know we did kind of miss it after do, they did four, and we do want to be back in. And then they, they couldn't. They couldn't. Okay. Um, and then here's a weird one. A number of issues and controversies set back the film during its production. The biosecurity laws in Australia posed problems regarding the capuchin monkeys that portray Hector Barbosa's pet monkey Jack. Because the animals are regarded as a category one... Regarded. regarded. He said that
1: like a pirate. Regarded.
0: As a category one pest and call for strict requirements and a 30-day quarantine.
1: Further contra- oh, do they carry disease?
0: It said it's a category one pest. I don't know but what But it that says means.
1: a 30-day quarantine.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure they they must
1: carry something.
0: And then further controversies erupted from animal rights activist groups who urged federal environment minister Greg Hunt to reject the entry application, arguing that the long air flight would affect their health and that their performance was unnatural and would create demand for illegal wildlife trade. One of the monkeys caused further disruption when it wandered off set at Movie World and bit the ear of a makeup artist (gasps) on another production. (gasps) (laughs)
1: <gasps> <laughs> that's wild and i also think that they forgot that the monkeys were in a tiny bottle ship so
0: yeah they that didn't probably need disoriented to. them
1: more than the flight
0: they could have just filmed that in a back lot i don't understand oh
1: yeah why did they have to be in australia i yeah. don't know
0: yeah and you know what's funny about that do you remember not to go totally into all the johnny depp amber heard stuff but before all of that exploded they got in trouble because I think they brought their dogs to Australia or some sort of pet oh, I they never had. never
1: heard of this. <laughs> like a pet that they weren't, that Australia didn't allow?
0: Yes, and they didn't claim it. How and did they then, bring it in? Well, okay, I have to look it up now because you're going to ask me 1,000 questions about it. You know it. your facts. Okay, let's look up here. Johnny Depp. Yeah, Australia dog. Actor Johnny Depp has been told has until saturday to remove his dogs from australia or they will be put down
1: (gasps) what kind of dogs were it were they
0: depp hang on (laughs) depp and his wife amber heard are accused of not declaring yorkshire terriers boo and pistol to customs officials when they flew into queensland by private jet last month Uh so then
1: (laughs) those little yappy dogs were they just gonna put them down because they didn't claim them
0: this is the funniest thing okay
1: australia is a wonderful island With a treasure trove of unique plants, animals, and people. It has to be protected. Australia is free of many pests and diseases that are commonplace around the world. That is why Australia has to have such strong biosecurity laws. And Australians are just as unique, both warm and direct. When you disrespect Australian law, they will tell you firmly. I am truly sorry that Pistol and Boo were not declared. Protecting Australia is important. Declare everything when you enter Australia. Thanks. Did was that like part of the thing where you had to make that video? Yeah. What they like
0: got in trouble, and and so they had to make that video. And I, <laughs> I mean, and this is like we're getting at that. That was years before this Pirates movie came out, but we're definitely hitting that peak of you know. It's that's just another reason to not like Johnny Depp. Yeah. You know where it's like why didn't you just claim your animals? What are you talking about?
1: Well, when you get so you know, when people have been famous longer than they've not been famous, I think they like a lot of people, not speaking to all of them. Also, I don't know a celebrity at that caliber, but I do think that you get to a point where you're you're no longer part of reality. Yes. You're yeah. in a you're in a completely different type of reality. Yeah. And everyone treats you different. And it's like you, its that's normal for, it becomes normal that people treat you a certain way mm-hmm. and you start to, um, I don't know, like expect a certain, like that, that you can do certain things. Right.
0: You're a celebrity. You're, yeah. You're like immune to those, some of those things. Yeah. Which I get, if you have o- people only telling you yes in your life, I can see how you just
1: feel like, why do I have to ask at all for yeah. something? But also um, though, I mean. They they've just been in the news for a lot of craziness anyway, so they definitely all have they have their own.
0: Yeah, because uh, there's all the abuse stuff. and abuse yeah. allegations and
1: and alcoholism,
0: alcoholism. I mean, it's actually very sad on both parts yeah. when you when you. But break also
1: down. declare your dumb dogs. <laughs> yeah,
0: pistol. It is funny in that uh, uh, pistol and boo. Yeah, yeah. they're like, <laughs> we're so sorry we're we start-
1: didn't declare pistol and boo. <laughs> um.
0: Okay. <coughs> So the crew and cast were forced to cover the camera lenses on all mobile phones to prevent pirating the movie.
1: Haha. Uh-huh.
0: Um, and then, oh yeah, and this was following the attempt of an armed man trying to bypass security. What? To like, to like I, I don't know what he was doing, but they, so they already had, they had like a tight security and they were kind of freaked Ooh. out. Um, Depp got hurt and had to be flown for surgery in US, resulting in a two week delay.
1: What did he get hurt by? i don't With. know i don't know oh
0: sorry oh, brother, i, do, I, do, I do so much i do so much and then you i know ask but all you these... know
1: you're married to a very curious <laughs> person
0: <laughs> well, that was enough for me um, yeah for you <laughs> uh so actually this would have been where they didn't declare them because they would have been flying to shoot this movie yeah um and then this took a year, yearly a nearly a year of post-production and reshoots Wow. And the film was released in IMAX in an expanded 1.9 to 1 aspect ratio. Okay. Very wide and big. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Sure. I think.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Uh, Shortly before release, Deadman Tell No Tales was allegedly stolen by a group of piracy hackers.
1: Very funny. The
0: movie was pirated by pirates who demanded a large sum of money from Disney in order for them not to leak the unreleased film. The company refused to do so and worked with the FBI in order to uncover the identity of the group. Disney CEO Bob Iger reported that hackers did not steal their movie. So, just a couple of teens. That's the notes I got.
1: Okay. Um so like we mentioned previously, Javier Bardem is in this movie. I don't think we've covered him yet. But
0: No, we haven't. He's
1: in No Country for Old Men, for which he won an Oscar. He right, did? Right? Didn't he win an Oscar for that? I don't think so. Oh, now I'm confirming. I think won four oscars best motion picture oh i'm looking at you're looking like, at i clicked like, on no country for old Men. oh i could have just stayed on the page what am i doing
0: i i <laughs>
1: yeah hold on hold on
0: i think he won it for a movie called B- B- no i don't think he's won an oscar i'm pretty sure he Best has performance
1: not. by an actor in a supporting role javier bardem
0: in in what no country for Old oh, Men. okay he did win okay
1: gosh so now you're questioning me on stuff, and I'm I'm delivering answers. What are oh you boy. doing? Oh boy! He's also uh, in Skyfall, beautiful. Uh, every uh, todos lo saben, loving Pablo, mother. He's in a lot. Oh, he's also in Collateral.
0: Oh yeah, that was weird when he, he popped looks very up. young. Yeah,
1: very good at uh, Javier Bardem period, in my opinion.
0: Do you, are you attracted? Look, to looks him? wise. Yeah. You are. What you are? Are you shocked? I I just think he's a very strange looking person. I don't think he is. I yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Sorry. Um, maybe I'm not as good looking as I thought.
1: <laughs> you know I love Benicio del Toro.
0: Yeah, you like a guy with a little weird. Sorry. Which explains me. Yeah. Okay. This all tracks.
1: Yeah. So maybe I I'll got, get on. with I
0: it. got my big bulbous nose.
1: You're going to edit this out?
0: No. Should I?
1: You're being weird. Okay. No, no, no. It's fun. Me. Don't. Maybe edit this part out.
0: Please keep
1: going. Okay. Brenton Thwaites. I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, He plays Henry Turner. He's in The Giver, Gods of Egypt, Maleficent, I Met a Girl, Ghosts of War, An Interview with God.
0: Wow. He got it. He got the interview. Oh,
1: and he's going to... What was that picture? Jordan. looks like he was going to be Robin in Teen Titans. Oh, a Teen Titans show. Oh, it's already a show.
0: What? uh, He got the interview. Yeah. The interview with God. Yeah. Okay. I wanted Um, a little recognition. Sorry.
1: Kaya Scodelario (laughs) uh, plays Karina Smith.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: They spell Smith with a Y. That's cute. Oh man! So she's in the Maze Runner
0: Tracks for uh, me. series.
1: She's in Moon, I guess.
0: He must be like a voice. Yeah,
1: because he's uh, Sam Rockwell is like the only person in that movie.
0: I think so. Um, I bet it's what it's probably like his wife or something back home on Earth.
1: His wife? She was young in this movie, and that movie came out. Oh, in maybe maybe his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Um, The Pale Horse, Crawl. Oh, she's in Crawl. She's probably the titular crawler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That
0: was good.
1: Yeah, that's her. Okay. And then we have Golshifet Farahani, who played a witch in this movie. Okay. Shansa. (laughs) She's in Body of Lies. And Patterson Dabari, Ellie, or, oh, about Ellie. I'm curious what. Hold on.
0: What did I miss with the witch? Because she shows up in the movie. She tells Barbosa something about a compass, hands it to hands the compass to him. And then she shows up later in the movie and we never see the resolution of what she's doing or any impact besides her handing the compass to Barbosa, Right. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know why they put her in this movie. Also, it makes less sense. She is Iranian. I was curious about that when we were watching it. Um, when we were, yeah, okay. So we're watching the movie, and Karina's character. Pe- people keep calling her a witch because she, uh, you know, she's a woman and she likes science. She's yeah. scientifically inclined, and women were um, repressed from a lot of those things. So she's called a witch, and then they put an actual witch in the movie,
0: and then they didn't do anything. They with didn't that like idea. explain,
1: yeah, like the like how that could maybe be interesting. Yeah, like the dynamic or whatever. I don't know. It was she shouldn't have been in the movie yeah that's it that's as simple as that it's as if it confirms that karina is a witch which is a bummer and it it takes it away from women because so karina like i just said scientifically inclined academically inclined they keep calling her a witch she gets out they're trying to find where she and jack and all of them went so they get the witch to read the writings that she put on the wall which is just a bunch of science Uh and the witch is the one who tells them
0: I don't even remember the scene you're talking Because when Karina was and in I'm okay with prison, that.
1: she's, like, writing, like, basically equations and stuff on the wall trying to figure out the riddle.
0: Oh, okay. She's basically
1: just doing science and just writing it out. And they're looking at it because they're uh, not scientists. The men are yeah. like, this is witchcraft. So they get the witch to read it. Which... And the witch reads it. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get it. It was weird. Well, and...
0: Okay do you do you know much about the history of witch stuff
1: um, at all? No, because I'm just
0: curious if that was happening during this time or if it was earlier, or because I I feel like this is a little late in well, the in the 1700s to be doing the witch stuff.
1: Well, what's interesting is because they're on Saint Martin's Island, which I'm ass- you know it's in the Caribbean. What really? I'm assuming because it's pa- oh okay 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 okay. okay. <laughs> but, but um this this woman who's a witch, she is clearly not British. I mean, like, I guess I shouldn't say she's clearly, I shouldn't say that, but I'm assuming that she's oh, not British. Sure, sure. Um, she may be, they're even trying to play even, her yeah, off I, as indigenous, but that doesn't even work for me. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even, I'm like losing my train of thought. Cause none of it makes sense. Like, I don't, you know what? I'm going to stop talking. Cause it doesn't make sense. And it just shouldn't have been in the movie. Yeah. Cause it doesn't even make sense on a historical level in that area. And I don't really know that much about the Caribbean.
0: Yeah, I just think that i, I guess I'm really sick of that—that—that that, that thing where where you know it's a smart woman, so they call her a witch. I—I'm just kind of over that as a plot device in a movie. Yeah. Or, or you know, I—I
1: I think it was um, easy to for this movie to put that in it. Yeah. For a fifth movie in a franchise where it's getting a little lazy. I think it's just kind of easy. Yeah, I, but but the witch, the actual witch makes no sense.
0: Yeah. It's it's very there's just a lot of stuff in this movie that e- even more so than the previous movie just kind of defies any setup or yeah. logic. Cuz
1: the um Calypso character Yeah. When we meet her, she's like a voodoo witch. Yeah. But we're in we're geographically in an area where like that might make sense the the Caribbean, so the movie takes place throughout several islands. So you have the Bahamas, Jamaica, Haiti, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico. You have all those islands. A lot of indigenous people mm-hmm. living on those islands who have their own religions before British influence. Yeah. So when you introduce the Calypso character, uh, she's like a voodoo witch, and that works. Yeah. Because she's, it just works. I don't. You don't even have to question it. But this in this movie, when you have the witch. Uh, they don't it's not like really well known they don't even go to a cool place where she could be practicing she's like basically under house arrest
0: and all right. barbosa
1: says is i kept you from the gallows we don't know anything about <laughs> her that makes it interesting she just wears a lot of makeup and a bad outfit yeah it's I, like i I just don't i don't buy that they would allow a witch like i don't buy that the british would allow a witch to work
0: you know what i wonder I wonder if she was supposed to be the villain of the movie.
1: Oh. And she was
0: the one that Johnny, Johnny Depp heard, and he got scared that a girl would be a villain, and so he said no.
1: It does feel like she had a much bigger role, and they cut out most of it. Yeah, because I... Maybe could, that's why we were so confused. Uh, yeah,
0: because I feel like I see the... You know, I'm... I'm already like this movie has to fight an uphill battle because of all the stuff I know about it. And just already it's five, you know? Yeah. But, but when I see her, you know, you think maybe they could do something cool with her like they did with Calypso, which I originally, as you go back to the episode and listen, did not like the Calypso thing. And now I think it's really cool. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're doing something like that or, but, but she just shows up and she does stuff that she's very perfunctory. Mm hmm. Very weird.
1: I would say she doesn't even really move the story forward. Like I, it's just completely cut out that part of the story. It wastes time.
0: Yeah, there, there's there's gotta it's be this movie. A script. It takes
1: so long for the movie to start. Yeah, it is so boring.
0: Uh, yeah, I just there's gotta be a script on final draft twelve or something that he has that that she makes sense in. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'd like to think anyway. Um, but let's <laughs> kick off the movie. Starts with a young Henry. Yeah. And a, and Will Turner walks out and we're on the Flying Dutchman.
1: I, I mean, liked... He, he the, goes out and looks yeah, for it. I uh, like the sequence. It shows that the kid uh, understands pirate folklore enough yeah. to know how to find the Flying Dutchman and to meet with his dad. Um, and that yeah, they he says, like, I'm going to bring him back. And then Will's like, no, you can't. It's impossible. And he's like, I'm going to get Poseidon's trite. No, I don't know if he says that.
0: He says that later, I think, but
1: he's like, I'm going to do it. That's going to my whole life is dedicated to getting you back,
0: which I will say this kind of answers your question about Elizabeth, because she would have had to die and join the crew in order. We kind of talked
1: about that and we did. I, I for me, it it makes more sense that she, it makes it it makes it like she would rather die to be with him yeah. than not. But I do think I we saw it like, his character could be like, I would never ask you to do that kind of thing. Yeah. We talked about it too much.
0: <laughs> but my, I would say the only thing I, it it's just something that bothers me about sequels sometimes when they go, hey, remember that thing? We're going to expound upon it. And it's from a few movies ago. And it's just, I don't know. I look at the end of Pirates 3 and I go, that storyline is over.
1: Or how about this? They take an object that's been in, the movies and they add so much so much significance to it throughout yeah. the definitely these last two movies to so the point where it's basically the most important object the stupid compass
0: yes which I has been important but not it. to the degree in which no
1: it's more just like a um it's a good little helper but it, it sh- it's like it like holds the whole movie together like the last two movies it's yeah. it's so important and then to add like whoever betrays the compass all this bad stuff happens to them. It's a compass. What?
0: Well, and here's why I have a problem with that is Elizabeth has the compass for much of mm-hmm. three. Yep. And I think even in, I mean, I, uh, you know, Jack's dead at that Will point. Will gets it too. But yeah, Will uses it and they're using it at, t- there's times when Jack is around and other people are using the compass so and I know they say it's when you betray the compass. So maybe you could argue he never betrayed it. What, so the guy, but the guy that fact died, that
1: he, the guy that died and gave him the compass, didn't he betray the compass by dying?
0: That's what I would think. And then makes when, no sense. when he hands it to the barkeeper, it's like as soon as he sets it down, the seas awaken. You know, and it's just oh gosh, it makes
1: no sense. It's a
0: little. I mean, again, this movie like. The last movie, Jack Sparrow's already developed as a character, so there's nothing more for him to do except for get de-aged a little later in the movie.
1: Yeah, but let me talk about part of the movie I thought was fun. Okay, because we're still in the fun part in terms of Will finding his dad. Get movie gets set up. Fine, great.
0: B- yes, but I, no, I did. I finished my thoughts. Yes. Um.
1: So we're a little bit into the. Well, we're we're in the story's present now. Um. And they are, we're at St. Martin's Island. Uh huh. And they're opening a bank. Yeah. And there's a safe. It's this big thing. Bruce Spence is in it for this scene. Are you okay? Are you okay?
0: I, I pinched my skin <laughs> in the headphones. Ow. That hurts so bad. I'm
1: sorry, I'm laughing. I'm sorry.
0: It's, oh, it's going to totally be bruised. Oh. Are you okay? And before Christmas, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> Okay, Bruce Spence.
1: He, Micah got hurt for this podcast. <sighs> oh. We got hurt for this stupid movie. Anyway, when they open the vault, Jack is sleeping inside, and that whole sequence is very funny to me. It's very classic Jack.
0: That felt like Return to Form. I thought, oh, totally. maybe maybe they're back in their stride.
1: Totally. And then, to add even more on that, you have his crew, like Gibbs and them, um, hooking up horses and ropes to the building, to or to the... The vault to take it away and that whole sequence was not the whole sequence but when the building starts moving yeah i thought that was really fun i thought it was fun and it was great It way too long mind you yeah but it was really fun and that's when we um i mean within this time we find out that karina is just this woman that's in prison Yeah, because she's a witch. Because she's a witch, apparently. I kind of hope. I kind of wish that she was just a witch. It'd be more (laughs) interesting and fun at this point. But
0: here, here's a trope that I don't like, and Mm -hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but where they take um, a woman and they make her only defining feature that she's smart like a man. Mm-hmm. or smarter than a man that's her only quality that's the only thing that that's the skin level of what we get out of this character it's not linda hamilton and terminator yep it's just like and and it's 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 hard to talk about because what i'm saying is i wish there was more for that female character i'm not saying i don't wish that there were female characters in the movie you know what i'm saying no
1: i agree and I, this, is, this is gonna sound really nitpicky too but i do think that there is some truth to it, where all of her motivations are based on a man.
0: Oh, absolutely. They're all, they're all
1: based on her father. Yeah, whoever whoever this mysterious father is, which turns out to be Barbosa. Which it's like, why is Barbosa in this movie though? He shouldn't be in. They this really movie.
0: poop on Barbosa. They pooped
1: on my favorite character. Um, yeah, so she she just is a real bummer of a character.
0: Yeah, so she's just defined by her love of science. But, but only
1: because but not, of her dad.
0: It's not in an intriguing way. I don't, I don't know. It's it's just an annoying annoying trope to me.
1: Oh, I I agree. I agree. It's a lot of eye rolls. Yes. So Turner shows up at some point to do stuff. All all the the fun stuff happens. And then Oh, yeah, Turner's on a ship. Oh, okay. Uh Henry Turner is on a ship. Uh he gets his sleeves ripped, which means he's like you know, he committed a, a crime treason. Yeah. Um, and then Salazar slash Javier Bardem and his crew get onto this ship and they kill everybody, but leave Turner cause he leaves one. And then we already talked about that junk that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So then Turner gets back or gets found. Uh, but they see that his sleeves have been ripped. So they know that he's not a good guy. So he's going to go to jail and probably die. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone is always getting hanged. People <laughs> get, be getting yeah. hanged in this series. um, and then he meets Karina because now she's a nurse. I don't know how she thinks that she should be pretending to be a nurse at this point. But she is. You're right. What, um, what would... Be, what? May, maybe in the town she heard the rumors and heard that he was in the hospital. Maybe it's not that far-fetched. It's probably not. but
0: Jordan, it is. <laughs> for, for a series that its first three entries are almost too uh explanatory and showing you almost i think it works totally works it's actually just good filmmaking but i mean they really show you step by step what's happening Mm -hmm. and for for this movie to just kind of gloss over a lot of those details really makes it not make any sense
1: no so yeah so she's there telling him about stuff needs help and then she gets arrested again and he escapes it's just like when do we get in the ocean at this (laughs) point yeah 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 um so jack is captured again and yeah. Turner finds him, and they have a long conversation about Salazar coming for him. And it's just like, what is even happening anymore in the story? I'm so confused.
0: And now, that I think that's a good transition into a couple of things I discovered. Um, The, the movie, I was, and, and you know, I don't, I don't want to, I realize that alcohol is an addiction, and it's alcoholism, and it, it, it can be a real problem. So I'm not trying to make light of that. But I mean, I think to see into this movie, I was watching it, and Johnny Depp's performance, I thought, it is like he is drunk mm-hmm. on set, and then they're saying, hey, we need you to play drunk, and so he's already drunk, and then he's like, oh, you want me to play drunk? Yeah. And you're going, oh my gosh. Like, there's there's no magic in the Jack performance in this no. movie, and he really doesn't feel, it seems like it's a different actor playing yeah. Jack. Um, and so... The movie was being produced as Johnny Depp was going through a bitter divorce. Mm-hmm. We know about this, of course. He was chronically late to the set to the point where eight into the schedule, as the set often came to a halt for several hours at a time. It got to the point where a production assistant was hired just to wait outside Depp's house and announce that he was awake when they saw lights come on. And when I saw that, I thought
1: makes that lot totally
0: makes sense. Yeah. Also, Hans Zimmer turned down this movie so he could work on Dunkirk. Thank you. Good, good, uh, good choice on his part. Yeah. <laughs> Great score by him.
1: Well, he's never going to turn out a Nolan movie. Come on. I
0: don't. Th- he didn't do the last one. I know. He didn't do Tenet. I think Ludwig maybe did. I,
1: I think, think you're right. Oh man. It feels like you're right.
0: <laughs> by now, listener, we'll have seen that movie. But as we we're recording this, we have not. We still <laughs> have not. So, uh, anyway, I mean the the, the Depp performances. Uh, I mean it's, it's a it's, it's a big horrible. bummer. Yeah, it's I very bad. The
1: whole writing is a big bummer because he really shouldn't be this big of a character again. But here yeah. we are. Say Lavi. Uh so Jack is gonna get beheaded with by a guillotine, and this is the year it was invented, because I had we had, we to, had to know. Load. Because they're like new invention, a guillotine. And it's like, no, 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 no. They've been, the French have been doing this way longer. Yeah, but Turns then we out looked I was it up, and, yeah.
0: and it does take place there was another, in around the time when they would have invented
1: it. There was another it. thing in this movie, too, that I was like, no, 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 no. They didn't <laughs> do that yet, and I don't know if we cross-reference it, and I don't remember what it was.
0: But uh, it's just, I don't know either. There's just well, some
1: stuff. I feel like it's a very, like, a lot of things were getting invented in this time, and sometimes it feels wrong, like it yeah. shouldn't have been yet.
0: Well, there there was that weird oh, scene.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Go
0: ahead. yeah let me let me take it where um where johnny depp puts uh, he goes to the theaters and he puts on oh. those 3d glasses and watches avatar which okay. was so weird and completely distracting that sounds better than this movie yeah
1: <gasps> no but it's when barbosa shoots his gun twice and i don't think that was happening back then
0: they had double barrel guns but that but was, his not, a was not
1: a double gun
0: that was just a continuity error
1: yes Unless someone else shot the first shot and we just, which didn't is possible. Notice. Yeah. Because
0: we were losing steam. But I yeah. need to jump back in, Jordan.
1: Yeah. So he's going to get beheaded.
0: But before that, he's walking through the cell and little oh. old Mr. Beetle himself, Paul McCartney, dressed down as a pirate, is like, Oh, hello there, Jack. It's nice to see you again. Oh, just let it be. Let it be. He's not actually saying "Let it be, let it be," but it's, I say oh, it's almost ahead. to the point where it's like just make him sing "Hey Jude" for the shot because this is this is so winky that it is insane. It
1: was awful, and they did actually give him some funny lines. I'm gonna give him that about like was, make make sure you i yeah. hope it's this guy who's gonna do it because he oh
0: that part was, he's not yeah. gonna
1: cut your feet off or he's not gonna do this stuff like if with his gonna dead body
0: Value have victor do it
1: yeah i was like that's kind of funny uh yeah. but also don't want paul mccartney in the movie very weird yeah
0: i i feel like it only would have worked if in every single movie they had a different like rock god that was in the movie
1: yeah but also no
0: no yeah um so yeah didn't like that.
1: Yeah so Jack's going to get beheaded uh, and at the same time Karina is going to get hanged. I'm curious if women were not beheaded during this time.
0: Well they did ask Jack if he wanted to choose.
1: Oh okay. Okay.
0: Um I did, this is
1: a funny scene.
0: This is a good scene. Yeah. They're arguing back and forth and it's preventing the either one from getting killed. Mm-hmm. And then at some point a cannonball hits uh like Jack's crew shows up and saves him. Turner
1: and, comes swinging in a rope like Tarzan,
0: and he kind of uh, he he like falls, and it's very weird. And they're like, "You thought you were gonna save him?" And he goes, "It was a distraction." And then the guys come out and they shoot a cannonball. And there's a pretty cool shot where a camera's attached to the guillotine, and Jack's, that, yeah. Jack Jack Sparrow's flipping in the air, yeah, and it's almost cutting off his head. Yeah, that's fun. Pirates. Yep, I like that. I agree. And that's like the one scene in the movie where I feel like Depp was actually like keyed into like being Sparrow again. And while
1: that's happening, um, Turner is like holding Karina up because, because like the the door was open from under her Uh, and there was a lot of talk about where his hands were on her body. That wasn't as funny to me.
0: No. Cause they're, they're also like referencing a ship and stuff as her body is a ship.
1: Yeah. And then uh, her boobs Uh, are just out the whole movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so they just take a big bump
1: <laughs> on women <laughs> in these last two
0: movies well it's it's a bummer because i just think that elizabeth swan is such a strong cool character
1: mm-hmm. and, and she actually does stuff
0: yeah and and i think i think we got to give a little more credit to even just Kira knightley's performance because she doesn't play it damsel in distress no but she's also not playing it like, and I don't want to knock this actress because it's bad material, but this actress is playing it like, hmm,
1: I'm just like
0: all the other boys, hmm, and like, I'm proud, and I,
1: I can do anything, hmm. And I think that's just how it's written. I think so, but I mean, yeah.
0: you can see a world where maybe Karen Knightley's not as good, and you don't see that character as strong as that character yeah. is. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm just giving Karen Knightley more points
1: always give her more points
0: um so let's see finally
1: they all they'll run away on the ship
0: yeah and they're finding out oh my gosh what's this there's this guy that's chasing me who has a a crew that's um dead or something let's do a 10 minute plus flashback to explain
1: well that's when he's with barbosa so yeah. well sals are still killing people oh i guess so i guess when turner was introduced uh he was on a royal navy ship and he was uh, warning the captain not to go into the devil's triangle because no one ever comes out yeah like i know everything about pirate folklore don't go in there and that's where um, salazar and his crew has been have been trapped ever since they've died is in the devil's triangle and for some reason jack relinquishing or betraying his compass freed them from the devil's triangle why I don't know, but now they're out hunting other places, and they come across Barbosa. And Barbosa, he's starting starting to kill Barbosa's crew, and Barbosa says, "I will find Jack for you by tomorrow if you don't kill me." The, the then thing, we get backstory. The
0: thing I will like, I I do like it rather about this is he's got this thing where he says every time I tap my sword to the ground, I'm going to kill one of your crew. And instead of making him kind of a PG dull villain, he just is killing a lot of yeah. the crew. Oh yeah. And I thought that's cool. Cause the other movies have that kind of edge to them.
1: Yeah. I so, agree.
0: Um, and I, you know, I think the fourth movie didn't really have much of an edge.
1: Oh, Blackbeard was so boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Javier gives his backstory of why they are the way that they are. Yeah. And I will say the design of him makes sense because of the story. They yeah. all look blown up, literally, because they were blown up. Sure. Um, and then also found it interesting that they decided to keep it look like they're always in water. Specifically him. He always looks like he's floating, like his hair is always in water. I thought it was going to look way worse than it did. Yeah. I thought it looked pretty dang good. And I thought he looked, because a lot of the times when you have like the main villain or the main character or whatever, they still look good, even when they're trying to make him look bad.
0: Yeah, and he looks And gross. he looks
1: bad. Yeah. He looks, yeah, very well done. And there's always like blood coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Love it. And then there's just some people who are like half blown. Like their bodies <laughs> shouldn't even physically yeah. make sense, but they're just still walking around killing people. Love it. Love that, it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Do
1: um, you, you want to take this?
0: Well, so <gasps> there's this flashback sequence where basically Salazar's dad. Salazar Slytherin. <laughs> was I think he was killed by pirates so Salazar says I'm gonna kill pirates all all Nothing over the like place that. so he's attacking the crew that is pi- piloting the ship that Jack Sparrow piloting? Yeah, that Jack Sparrow is on mm-hmm. as a kid
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and while they do that, um this is when Jack Sparrow gets his name
1: I guess which he's like a sparrow
0: Hollywood Hollywood Tune in and listen. Nobody cares about the name of a character when it's just a very if it if it is a name like if you were doing I don't know if it's an insane name maybe we want to know about how they got that name or or it's a a movie where names really matter but when it's Jack Sparrow I have never once in my life wondered I wonder how he got the last name Sparrow Yeah same thing with Han Solo I never once in my life wondered how did he get his last name? Why can't name? things just
1: sound cool and that's it? Why can't a compass just point to what you want and that's it? Well, and it's not
0: satisfying in any way.
1: No, it,
0: it's 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 very it's a very weird trope that like nobody's a fan of, and yet Hollywood says, "Yeah, we we need to," uh huh, because it's not like a moment where where someone says, "I'm Batman." Uh And you go, oh, he's, like, taking up the mantle. That's crazy. Yeah, well, it's like that's
1: what Batman, like, to us going (laughs) into a movie already, a Batman movie, the name means so much to us already. This is not the same thing.
0: And and this is how he got the name, folks. If you said, I just want to listen to Jordan and Micah tear this movie apart, he gets the name because Salazar looks through his spyglass and sees Johnny Depp in the crow's nest, the little spot to (laughs) look out. And he goes, he was up there looking like a sparrow. That's how he got his name? What do you talking about? And then he says, Jack about? the Sparrow. Jack the Sparrow. And then they do this crazy move. And
1: then you said a funny thing, though, about that. What did I say? If a dead man who can tell no tales <laughs> see, gave, him his nickname, gave him his, name, how did he get how his, his nickname, how do we know about his name?
0: Because <laughs> he's on a ship that's like two football fields away, and he goes, yeah. Jack the Sparrow. And also how did he know his Lord name was Jack? Word travels
1: fast. I know. I know.
0: It doesn't make any because sense. Because he's
1: a nobody still.
0: It's it is worse than the solo. Oh, it's one. so much worse. Cuz the solo one logically makes sense. It's yeah. just awful. Yeah. But um this is so much worse. It's bad. Um so now I want to talk about de-aging in film. What do you think, Jordan?
1: It just really depends for me. But so, for the most part, I don't think we need it.
0: Oh, yes. I thought you meant the topic of talking about it. And you were saying like... Do you
1: asked me what I thought about the topic of talking about it.
0: Well, I said...
1: <laughs> we don't need to... <laughs> yeah, just continue on with what you're going to say.
0: So the first instance of de-aging in a film is X-Men The Last Stand. I don't but remember that. What
1: movie or year is that? I
0: 2006.
1: Okay. And who um, is it?
0: It's uh, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Okay. Um, But then in 2008, we have The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, which I think is what really puts the technology on the map. Obviously, Brad Pitt is, you know, starting as an old man and turning into a baby. A baby born an old man. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's curious.
0: It's almost that's actually maybe not de-aging. That's aging. Hmm. Um, Then we have X-Men Tron Legacy. There's a scene with Jeff Bridges in it because the movie was way after. Uh, you know, we have some others. We've talked about Hobbit. You know, Ant-Man, you have Michael Douglas. We've talked about that one. Um, but but a-, a lot of these, Kurt Russell, Guardians, Dead Men Tell No Tales. It's it's a weird thing, and I just think that the, that it should be like your last possible option, is how I think. Yeah. Because it creates this gloss over the actor almost all the time. The one exception maybe is um, Samuel Jackson and Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah, he looks good in that movie.
0: Although it's been a little while, I wonder if just a couple yeah. of years. Well, the I'd thing know, is, uh,
1: is so like Michael Douglas, for example. Yes. Most people know him as an old older person, yeah. like middle aged person to older person. Um, so most people haven't seen him young. So when they de age him, it just he just looks like an old man with smooth skin. Which looks unnatural, which looks fake, because yeah. a lot of what makes you old is lines and wrinkles, detail. Yeah. When you're younger, you don't have that much detail. Right. It's as simple as as like the it's just uncanny valley weirdness.
0: I will say though, I think a lot of people would know Michael Douglas as young because he's don't. been acting so long. I don't, and I know that
1: I'm not alone. Yes,
0: yes, but I Same think. Same with
1: Kurt Russell, there, he's been around since he was a, a kid. Yeah, And even then, I, I still... Actually, I thought that they did a pretty good job in Guardians with him. They got the dimple. That was important. <laughs> if they didn't have that dimple, it would look really bad. But even then, I feel like, yeah, I've seen him as a younger person, but I know him more as an older person. And I yeah. think a lot of people could feel the way about Michael Douglas.
0: Okay. um, But all of this to say, I just think if you give if you give the actor a quick shave and throw on makeup, you can get rid of like 20 years right there. Yeah. And we just watched Moneyball last night. And in Moneyball, there, Brad Pitt is being flashed back when he was in his college days, go, or in he his didn't high school go days, to college. going to the big leagues. Mm. Billy Bean. They have a completely different actor. Yeah. They don't look anything alike.
1: Do you think that filmmakers are so nervous that the people aren't going to know who, what, who, ugh, which character it is?
0: No. I think it's a Jurassic Park situation. They have the technology and they never asked if they should use it. Mm. I think that's what it is. I do think there are elements like we were talking about today in Irishman. You you can't like Robert De Niro is so old that he's I mean, he's not so old, but he he's, can't wait because really?
1: he's pretty old.
0: Is he OK? <laughs> he he can't play a 20 year old. Yeah. And it's also like he's so iconic. And I know that's the argument for all of these. I know I'm sounding contradictory. And maybe it's just because I think the Irishman's a masterpiece. And I think that this movie is not. But I just think we should. I know it's not, it's not a big list of movies that have used it. But let's make it even less. I don't need. You can recast actors. Yeah. I, I think when I was a kid, I always didn't like that. It, it hurt my brain a little bit. But now that I'm older, I just think just recast. I, I don't I, care. I
1: have a feeling that with this technology in this movie that we're talking about, like, I wonder if Johnny Depp would even allow them to recast him. I don't think they would. I don't think there's a world like yeah. he would make them rewrite the script or not even that he would look, he would do all the makeup. Yeah. Because I couldn't, I could see him not allowing them to recast the younger version of him. But the, the problem with Johnny Depp in this movie is I think he naturally, like he always looks, um, I don't know, not necessarily. It's not like he looks young today, but he always kind of looks young-ish. Yeah. So you made him look young. And it is like kind of what you were saying earlier, I think, where like we do know what he looks like young.
0: Yeah. And it's weird because they didn't make him look like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Like he doesn't really look like Johnny Depp when they de-aged him. He looks like an old Johnny Depp without wrinkles. Yeah. Instead of how he looked Like the Samuel Jackson thing was really smart because he actually looks like 90s Jackson. Yeah, they like really reference that stuff, and I think that's maybe why that movie works so well. Whereas this one, it's just smooth
1: depth. Yeah,
0: but yeah. Anyway, I just sidebar less de aging, and they still have the thing they haven't figured out is lips. Lips on de aging. I'm telling you, if you don't have the time to get it right, and even still, there's certain movements that they have lips do that your lips don't actually even do. Yep. So. Anyway, yep. Now we're back in the movie, and there are zombie sharks, as one does. Zombie sharks, cool on the uptick, cool but once in they're theory. in the water, I was way over it.
1: Yeah, very over very quickly. Yeah.
0: But you know, Depp, Karina, Car-
1: Karina, Karina,
0: and uh, Henry all escape to this island, and, and these zombie sharks, uh, these jo- zombie sharks chase them and Jack Sparrow loops a rope around the shark and rides it like a jet boat, <laughs> and then they get on land, and that's when they find out that Salazar can't walk on land. Or else he'll die. Yeah, which the whole movie they've been saying, which if you just, get on land, you'll be fine, dude.
1: <laughs> I mean, also, though, we just... the the What's his name? Davy Jones can't go on land. Yeah. So this is boring. Someone else thing. can't go on land? <laughs> cool.
0: Also, what's kind of funny is in this scene... So, um, the, so they've had zombie sharks attack them, which there's a weird slow-mo shot of the zombie shark. It that was, was
1: the longest I've ever so seen. So
0: long, but it had no effect on the action. <laughs>
1: <was> so bad.
0: <laughs> and then the crew gets out and they run on top of the water. Salazar's crew. Yeah. yeah and I thought, that's kind of cool. And they're running toward the island. And then when they get there, one of them steps into the sand and he disappears. When that happens, um... The girl says, because I can't remember her name. Oh,
1: Karina. Karina. Yeah. She just says, ghosts. She she's doesn't like, even scream she's it like, with ghosts, urgency.
0: Ghosts. ghosts yeah. Ghosts. And I'm thinking, everything you've seen him dissolving was the moment for you. They just ran on water. And you're so obsessed with science that maybe, m- maybe in her head she's going, oh, they must have had water shoes of science. Si- and those must have been science zombie sharks. And then when one disappears, that's when she breaks. Get over it. Come on.
1: Yeah. I I don't know
0: they're at hangman's cove yeah now the fun thing about hangman's cove is it's called hangman's cove and there are no nooses anywhere in sight
1: Mm -mm. well there are two people hanging in cages two dead bodies hanging in cages
0: oh I missed that
1: that's where the sign was
0: okay I did miss that so So, I mean
1: they weren't hanging but
0: oh they were just in a cage
1: I just thought they were like two skeletons in a cage
0: okay so I stand by what I said sure They and were
1: hanging from a net. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's it.
0: Well, and then they get caught, um, a la the Ewoks capturing our heroes in Return of the Jedi. Yes, yes, yes. And Mike Combs is gonna like yeah, that. I okay, know. Um,
1: you just said it a lot while we were watching the movie.
0: I said it a lot. I thought I just said it once. You
1: said it a couple of times, like as if I didn't hear you the first time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you were just ignoring me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, then there's this insufferable scene where. So we <laughs> they're really scared to go to Hangman's Cove. They're they're thinking this is a bad situation. We don't want to be a part of this. So they go there. They get no, trapped. No, they get
1: oh, they um, I don't think they want to go. Th- I don't know. Just keep going. Like, well, like
0: they they need to but it, they're going, uh-oh, this is Hangman's Cove. They're I didn't know they're they kn- worried.
1: Knew that until they were hanging from a net. Okay. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't what matter. I, what
0: I'm trying to say is, they're setting th- th- what even if our characters don't know it, the writers are setting up. This is kind of a crazy place. This is going to be scary or whatever, and then it just turns into the scene where this random guy we've never seen before is trying to have Johnny Depp marry his daughter so that she can be an honest woman, and she's very He's a very widow. gross um and i'm saying they make her very very gross oh yeah and so there's this whole scene where they're trying to get married has no effect or purpose
1: what was that scene i don't know but then barbosa shows up and and saves them but he's still like working for salazar you know
0: yeah and he still has uh the black pearl in a bottle
1: or no jack does. does
0: I, I can't I cannot get this movie's so confusing. So
1: yeah, Jack has the black pearl, they take it out of the bottle. how did they get it out of the bottle? Oh, I think they just broke it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just broke uh, it and then they set it in the water and it grows a little bit.
1: That's it's um, not it grows. It gets No, big. but it was
0: that was kind of funny because it it's just kind of growing and then Barbosa says, No, come on, and throws it out into the sea and then it gets really big.
1: Okay. And then we get Jack back finally. The movie's redeemed. Jack the monkey is who I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Movie <laughs> is redeemed. Um
0: it is nice when he comes back.
1: It is. I love the monkey so much.
0: Must have been worth all of the trouble in Australia to bring him.
1: So Barbosa saves them, and now they're on the Pearl, and I think they're close to where they need to be to find the trident, Um, which the whole time they're basically following a map, a map that no one can read, but it's the stars and how they're aligned. It has to do with the yeah. blood moon. Um, they find an island full of... like It's basically the sky is what the island is, like a bunch yeah. of... Uh, jewels and stones and blah 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 and then there are laser beams
0: yes can i cut in from before that because there's something crazy yeah. uh all we're just on the boat and then Corin
1: karina karina what the heck micah <laughs> they Kar- say it a lot in the movie
0: <laughs> karina says
1: i thought it was katrina and you corrected me while we were watching it
0: <laughs> so karina says hey i'm following this map and they go okay cool and then she goes yeah it was given to me by my father and i he was a pirate and i'm like so sad but i don't really care
1: no no she didn't ever think he was a pirate oh I she thought- was an orphan yeah and barbosa's like oh he must have been this this and this she's like no he it was basically will turner um denying that his dad bootstrap bill was a pirate yeah
0: and then and then Barbosa goes over to Johnny Depp and Johnny Depp says, Hey dude, that's your daughter. Not wife. And <laughs> he, he, he wife. says, he says, Oh yeah. Whoops. Or something. I don't know. And you just go, really? This you're you're just gonna whip this out right here, just so you can set up the end when you kill Barbosa.
1: And like you she was, was working this. so hard in her dad's honor and mem like the only connection she had to her father. That's her biggest motivation. And he's realizing all of this, and it's like, shouldn't don't you think she's earned to know that your that her dad is alive? Yeah, I mean, I know it's he's like a pirate, I'm a I'm but... a pirate, and I wouldn't want her to know that. Like I'm such a disgrace, all that stuff.
0: But it just but, it just seems so random. It's it's not like the Davy Jones thing where the two movies. He's struggling with his long lost love. And you're seeing that tension within Davy Jones. Mm. They're just randomly Barbosa goes, oh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm really sad. And I've thought about that a lot in my life. And you go, no, you never showed us that he was worried or wanted to see his daughter. You can't just whip that out.
1: At least for Bootstrap Bill, like he was one killed, <laughs> sent to the bottom of the ocean. But yeah. also he's stuck on a on the Flying Dutchman. Yeah. There's literally nothing he can do with the situation.
0: Yeah. And they don't just do it so they can kill. And he character. still gets
1: his son back.
0: Yeah, I, I it's such an annoying thing in movies where they just do a connection so that they can pull on your heartstrings later, but it's not story yeah written well kind of stuff. Yeah, but now we're back to the constellation.
1: So there are laser beams because she returns the the ruby. By the way, she has the diary of Galileo the whole time. Just that's it. The yeah. diary of Galileo. Um, she so yeah. These beams open up. I don't know the 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 ocean divides. Yeah, like like Exodus and the Trident is down there. Salazar's crew shows up at just the right time to also witness all of this, (laughs) Uh of course. Um, But they have to stay in the water, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: Could be a cool set piece. It's not.
1: The Trident is kind of a bummer and it's designed too. And I know that's a little nitpicky. I know, but I just, a lot of the time, like, I think that we just went through a period of a thing that we, an object that we know so well, because we've seen it like an Ariel, for example. His yeah. trident, Poseidon's trident. And it looks like an actual trident that is an actual weapon that, that exists. Yeah. So now we're going to make it basically coral. I don't know. I thought they could have had a little bit more fun with it.
0: Which as a character in D&D, Plockwatt, I am, and he has a quarter staff that's made of coral. I do like the coral.
1: Not a trident owned by Poseidon, though. Yeah. Also, why wasn't Poseidon in the movie, you know? <laughs> I know, Seriously.
0: <laughs> Um. So there's a big bad fight, and I mean, not big bad like Mission Impossible, big and bad. Like it's just bad. It's yeah. It sucks. And they do this thing (laughs) that always makes me laugh, where um Henry and um Karina yes look at each other, and they're like, "We have to divide the trident.
1: We have to break it.
0: We have to break the trident." And they, they say it at the exact same time and then later they say they say
1: it again uh, like they're, they're realizing it, it for the first time
0: yeah and it's it is a thing that they did in the previous movie where they go oh we haven't actually set this up but i don't want to go back in the script and rewrite some stuff to get it set up so instead let's just have our characters repeat it several times so the audience thinks we set this yep. up
1: Yep, and we didn't say it earlier but they want the trident because it It'll break It'll all break the curses, all curses of the sea. Yeah.
0: Which means they shouldn't have another movie, right? Because they just broke all the curses I hope of so. the sea. Um, I will say, though, that that the book does say you must divide to find the island or something like that. But they divide it and they find the island and the trident. That has nothing to do with the curse within the trident. So no. they just make up their own folklore and then they break the trident. It,
1: it really doesn't make sense. And um, Of course, when you're watching a movie you're not enjoying, you do check out. That's true. I will say that.
0: That's true. But I mean, this, this, no.
1: Yeah. So they break it. um, And that also breaks the curse of Salazar and his crew. So they're now alive again. I don't really get that. They should just be dead, dead. They should be able to rest in peace is how I would think of it. But I guess they're given a second chance at life. So um, how do they get out of this depth of the, you know, in the reef? Well, Barbosa is going to come down on a giant anchor and save everyone.
0: Yeah, and then he dies, but he, you know, shares a word with his daughter. He does? Yeah. What uh, does he say? I don't remember. I We were kind of talking about something else, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were actually just yelling at the movie at this point. Yeah. Um. And then it just kind of resolves and will... I thought he
1: just, like, gave her this look as he was falling. No,
0: he said he something did? like, okay. you are my heavens or something, you okay. know, I don't know. Or, okay. Um, Enough
1: to where she would know that, oh my gosh, that's my father.
0: Yeah, she realizes it. Yeah. And the music swells.
1: Like the ocean.
0: <laughs> and then, you know, you got you got uh, Henry hanging out with Will Turner, who shows up on land. Mm-hmm. And then Elizabeth Turner comes out too. Mm-hmm. And she was only available for one day of shooting, hence no lines or anything like mm-hmm. that. And then there's this post-credit scene where Davy Jones walks into will turner's room and we're going what and then you said it must be a dream he wakes up and then the camera pans down and you see that there's barnacles on the ground which means they were setting up that davy jones is back and i say nah he's gone
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay he's done and that's the movie we we skimmed over a lot because very it, it's and it's tough it's it's a tough one it's a bad movie um so Let's talk about the future of the franchise real quick. In 2017, the director of this movie said that this was only the beginning of the final adventure, implying that it would be the last film of the franchise and that, a, that it would not be, and that a six would be released. The post credit scene shows Davy Jones. In September 2017, producer Jerry Bruckheimer indicated that another pirate sequel is still possible if it does well on home release, because it had already bombed at the box office. Um, And then on October 2017, the sixth film was confirmed and some people were, you know, had to come back shortly after it was announced that Ronning was being eyed to return to direct the sequel and that Terry, Terry Rosio would write it, you know, all of that stuff. And then in 2018, it was reported that Disney had been looking for ways to reboot the franchise, bringing on Deadpool writers, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick um in january 2019 it was said that disney could save up to 90 million by excluding Depp from future installments (laughs) although not confirming (laughs) nor denying the presence of captain jack sparrow
1: i'm just gonna say they're they're not making another movie there's just no way no one's gonna see it if johnny depp's not in it all but no one wants to work with johnny depp for a while
0: yeah uh however in 2019 uh, February 2019 Reese and Wernick the writers from Deadpool Wait,
1: they could save 90 million dollars was it, he getting paid that much
0: well I think that would be what they estimate if he's in you know if they're trying to reboot the franchise like maybe, a couple maybe, movies maybe they're like something? oh we want to make two more or a trilogy or Ugh, something like that yuck <laughs> and then in February of 2019 Reese and Wernick the writers of Deadpool departed the project and by October of that year were replaced with Craig Manzine and Ted Elliott Ted Elliott's the other guy's yeah, name yeah that's who it is um, and then while plots are being kept in Davy Jones locker, oh that's clever that they wrote that. I am reading some of this stuff.
1: Gosh, this is taking forever. I
0: know the project in early development is not intended. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Basically they are still, they are still trying to make another movie, but at the same time they're trying to make a kind of a spin off that would star mm-hmm. Margot Robbie.
1: So they're and what, trying what would she be? We don't know. Okay.
0: So they're basically trying to work on two different pirates movies. Okay. I think the I think they are not gonna do anything else with Johnny Depp. He's too toxic right mm-hmm. now. Um maybe in a few years they could get him back once once maybe the public is like, eh, we we forgot about the bad stuff. Um Margot's your only shot, and the last movie she released in theaters. Birds of Prey yeah. did not do well at the box office. That's right. So I foresee this not happening with these two things. I think something else. I don't think they're going to let this franchise go. It's too much money.
1: She doesn't make sense to me for these movies. Like if she's supposed to be a pirate.
0: Maybe she could be an Australian pirate. How do
1: you make her grubby and ugly?
0: I mean, Your I answer Tanya, is
1: You don't. Oh, that's true. But that's I don't think they can do it. It's just, I don't think it works. Yeah. And I love Margot Robbie.
0: Oh yeah, we love Margot Robbie. So that's, that's there is a future potentially. I think we're a long ways off from anything happening with that. So that's Pirates, folks. You chose Pirates of the Caribbean for us to cover. And you know what? I thank you because I was able to reevaluate um, Pirates 3 and Pirates 2. And I think they're awesome. And I totally want to watch those three movies more often in my general life. I think they're fantastic, so thank you, audience. Good choice
1: I thank you too. I love the first three,
0: yeah, and I think it was inevitable. you know f- four and five just aren't gonna be as good and i we knew that going into it mm-hmm. um what's your what's your ranking?
1: I think I would do oh that's so hard ow um from least to best uh on stranger tides this movie uh uh pirates three and i don't know between one and two really it's because i love davy jones so much make it make it your one i'll do one and two
0: wow i Um, love
1: davy jones so much but i do love the skeleton pirates yeah and don't get Barbosa like at all in the second one.
0: Yeah. And we did not point out that a big mistake they made in four and five is they got rid of his cool hat and yep. gave him English curls. Yep. Forget about it. He's got a cool hat. Leave the hat be. I say it's five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Um,
1: the diminishing returns.
0: Yeah. But I think two is really close. Mm. Um, yeah, I think two is really I close. To say one
1: and two are tied for me. <laughs>
0: yeah there's there's something just so magical about the first movie yeah um second as we talked about the second one rules yeah so yeah very fun series to cover it is i knew we were gonna do it at some point yeah um and as you folks know from the last episode the next series is the hannibal series and to remind you a very
1: welcome change of pace
0: oh absolutely
1: for Um, pretty much any every franchise we've done up until this point.
0: This is totally different than anything we've done.
1: Yes. You do not have your big bombastic stuff for the most part yeah. in comparison to like action adventer, adventure fantasy, which was what yeah. you get from a lot of franchises.
0: And this will be our second best picture winner we cover, I think, on the podcast. Wow. Because um, of Return of the King. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. This is to, to just refresh you. If you're wondering, folks, uh, we're kicking it off with Michael Mann's Manhunter then Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, Red Dragon, and then Hannibal Rising. So that's your order of movies, because it's kind of, it's like a loose series, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's, it, a,
1: it's a book series. Yes. So it it is like a, uh, I think, I'm assuming it's like a lot of detective stories where they're serialized more than anything. Mm-hmm.
0: But I think they it are is, connected. Yeah. And I think, um, I think some people don't consider Manhunter a part of that series because it's not the same actor as
1: kay. as Hannibal
0: but I also think I, I saw it listed on Wikipedia as sure number one and I've also always wanted to watch it so I yeah. thought this would be Ryan cool Cox, sure I'll <laughs> watch it even if it is a reboot remake we'll make that exception this yeah. time how about that um so but next week we're unlocking a Patreon episode yep for everybody and if you are like oh my gosh I can't go, I, I can't go, uh, you know, I, I, if you're a patron, I think this, this next week we're coming out with our Gremlins 2 episodes, so don't worry, you're still getting a new episode. And for anyone who's not on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash M-I-C-A-H-M-C-C-A-W, Micah McCaw, and sign up and join in on all the fun. There's plenty of exclusive stuff over there, and it is well worth your three, five, or ten dollars I try hard. Jordan tries hard to make it something where you go, you know what? I'm glad I missed out on my cup of coffee this month because this was awesome. Mm -hmm. So gremlins 2, the new batch in a Patreon unlocked episode for everyone else. (laughs) Dead men tell no tales.